0: hello everyone here i am and here you are in this podcast nest i am camelea and i am here to be a messenger of faith hope and love so this is part of hashtag camelea speaks and hashtag scripture says that i share on my social media accounts and i am truly blessed to have this voice and to be able to speak truth in life to whoever comes across this podcast as the scripture says from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. I want to welcome you, listener, to my number 17 episode, and the title is Identity. So, This is actually second to the last episode for our manual series from the book of Joshua. And yeah, this is the second to the last, not just um, in our series, but as well as for season one. Because after this last two episodes, I'll be launching the season two. And I'm really, really excited because I planned out a con content for you guys to go through with me um for the season two of kind words here i am and here you are podcast and again i apologize for the noise which is the rooster greeting us uh for uh, it is dawn right now because it's almost 4 a.m in the morning and Um, I just I only have this time of the day I actually really want to record and I only have this time to have this silence in the apartment so anyway going back so this identity or number 17 episode is actually about uh, Rahab and Rahab is one of the those people we encountered in the book of joshua so rahab is a woman who lived in jericho which is part of the promised land for the israelites and joshua starting uh, at the first part of the book joshua um planned or commanded uh, commanded um two of his people to spy Jericho as they planning to capture it and conquer it so Rahab is that person from that from Jericho who actually helped them she helped hide the two men and um yeah that's just an overview of the story but you will know the whole story as I read to you Joshua chapter 2 chapter 2 about Rahab protecting the spies. So let's start. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the Israelite camp at Acacia Grove. He instructed them, Scout out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. But someone told the king of Jericho, Some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab, Bring out the men who have come into your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Rahab had hidden the two men but she replied yes the men were here earlier but I didn't know where they were from they left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close I don't know where they went if you hurry you can probably catch them you can probably catch up with them Actually, she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River. And as soon as the king's men had left, the gate of Jericho was shut. Before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up on the roof to talk with them. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror, for we have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt, and we know what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things, for the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family, since I have helped you, Give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live along with my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all their families. We offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety. The man agreed. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise and be kind to you when the Lord gives us the land. Then, since Rahab's house was built into the town wall, she let them down by a rope through the window. Hide there for three days from the men searching for you. Then, when they have returned, you can go on your way. Before they left, the men told her, We will be bounded by the oath we have taken only if you follow these instructions. When we come into the land, you must leave this scarlet rope hanging from the window through which you let us down. And all your family members, your father, mother, brothers, and all your relatives must be here inside the house. If they go out into the street and are killed, it will not be our fault. But if anyone lays a hand on people inside this house, we will accept the responsibility for their death. If you betray us, however... We are not bound by this oath in any way. I accept your terms, she replied. And she sent them on their way, leaving the scarlet rope hanging from the window. The spies went up into the hill country and stayed there three days. The men who were chasing them searched everywhere along the road, but they finally returned without success. Then the two spies came down from the hill country, crossed the Jordan River, and reported to Joshua all that had happened to them. The Lord has given us the whole land, they said, for all the people in the land are terrified terrified of us. And that's the scripture we have for this devotional. So the highlighted verse from this scripture is from Je- joshua chapter 2 verse 11 no wonder our hearts have melted in fear no one has the courage to fight after hearing such things for the lord your god is the supreme god of the heavens above and the earth below rahab's identity israel had been given a law recently reiterated that separated them from other nations idol worshippers and those with impure lifestyles in so many ways the foreign prostitute rahab was in violation of israel's god-given standards yet she became the hero of the story the spies entrusted her with their lives she could have betrayed them with a single word and considered the risk she took by hiding them what if the king's messengers had searched the house and discovered she was lying what if the Israelites later failed in battle against the city and someone witnessed them trying to communicate with her? She was putting her life on the line. In her words to the spies, we see why. Based on stories that had circulated from 40 years earlier, she knew the Lord had given them the land. She didn't say, if Jericho is conquered, she said, when, when Jericho is conquered that's an enormous statement of faith in many ways faith is not just choosing to what to believe it's choosing which storyline you're going to live in without hedging your bets rahab chose the narrative she planned to live in confident that the narrative would end with israel's victory and she is commended for her faith not only in joshua but in the new testament as well to be specific, in Hebrews chapter 11 and James chapter 2. After the city was taken, the spies rescued her along with her family and put them near the camp. In other words, outside of it. She was not one of the Israelites yet, being still impure and ceremonially unclean, but she eventually ended up in the camp as the writer later declares that she lived among israel to this day according to matthew chapter 1 verse 5 she became the mother of boaz an ancestor of david and a fixture in the messiah's lineage the faith of this foreigner whose people had been designated for destruction left a lasting legacy in god's salvation story steps Rahab could have assumed that her background would dictate her future many people do and are never able to step out of the narrative of their origins whether that's a dysfunctional family a religious identity the expectations of a culture or anything else faith allows us to step out of one narrative and into another it involves anchoring ourselves in god's plan before he has fulfilled it it means taking sides knowing how the story ends before it actually does before i let you go or ending this podcast i just want to share a part of my story because just reading this devotion about rehab it reminded me of my experience as well about you know um i was so uh, caught up by what had happened to me so when i had my you know, season of depression i was really caught up of what had happened to me my story before um the that i grew up in a broken family but now uh, and the one who you know took care of me is my aunt and my cousin so uh who were who are her daughters so they are older than me so i became like their little sister or her younger daughter of my aunt and they are the ones who took care of me and really molded me as a woman and because my mother and father separated when i was very young i think i was four years old so when i turned six my dad brought me to my aunt under my aunt's care so that's one of the part of uh who i am that really affected my life in the past years before meeting christ before my personal relationship with the lord i really felt lost and there's really a hole in my heart that um usually i try to fill in that void in me in having a relationship at very young age i had romantic relationship when i was in high school and from then on i really seek that um closeness to be loved to love and to be loved by a person so and in between in the midst of it all there were a lot of failures mistakes um sinful acts um thing things that i'm not proud to say or share there are a lot of people that i hurt in the process there are a lot of people that i really disappointed most especially the people who took care of me of course so um, my depression really was um, all it all boils down of the the darkness or the challenge just that I had before and and it felt like I wasn't able to change a feeling like you know I can go out there and you know uh, go out there and just you know forget about it and that's why I always, um. Uh, I always have this desire to start all over again wishing that I can start all over again and yeah, I it reminded me when I read the line that Rahab could have assumed that her background would dictate her future that's what I was one of my fears so uh i can say that i was one of those people that wasn't able to step out from that narrative of where i come from or what what environment uh where the environment oh, oh sorry for the noise okay so we're back and where was i so anyway um so I can still remember many times that I really want to give up completely my life. Uh, and I think that was three times. But then I came to the point that I never thought about it, of giving up my life. But I also came to the point that I want to go back home, um, go... Um, meet my aunt and cousins and told them that you know i don't know what to do anymore with my life and that was at the time i i'm I'm still you know taking up my bachelor's degree in a university and i can still remember that week that i was ready to come home and tell them i don't know what to do with my life anymore so uh but then before i i actually get to go home that time i met a friend of mine from high school and uh we had a conversation up until that moment when we talk about faith and i must say growing up it was shaky seem kind of a loss when it comes to my spirituality i don't feel that connection i know the lord i know jesus christ but i don't have that you know connection at all but then from that moment when he asked me if i want to receive lord jesus christ as my lord and savior i was just i don't know what i was doing when i said i said yes but i can still remember i felt like What they are offering to me was something that you know i just want to receive at that time because i don't know what to do with my life but when i receive christ as my lord and savior at that time when i go through that process of you know reconciling myself to the lord confessing my sins um getting to know him what he did on the cross 2000 years ago for me that even though you know, um I I I was born a sinner, I was, you know, um already um, caught by the worldly um, worldly thoughts that actually deteriorates my spirit and soul. So he saved me that time lord jesus christ and as i begin that personal relationship with the lord knowing that it's not about religion but actually a really a, that reconciliation with my with my relationship with the creator with the ultimate source of our life and getting to know jesus christ it makes sense everything be, everything begun to make sense and And one thing for sure that I can finally say that I finally found the one thing that can fill the void in my heart that time. So I just took a step every single day to, you know, have that built up that faith to the Lord to believe in him to believe what he did for me on the cross that the power of the cross has the power to purify me to cleanse me and to give me that full orb life like really live my life and not just you know just simply existing but really live my life in Christ and yeah i just want to share that part of the story that because of Lord Jesus Christ he gave me this chance a new life a brand new life to be transformed that i'm not you know i'm not imprisoned by my past my missed my mistakes or what had happened in the past because i'm able to be transformed by the lord and it's a process it's always a process and a journey there are still challenges of course because that is the constant thing in my life but one thing I can say is, as you struggle in life and ch- and you, as you go through the battles in life and challenges in life, where do you anchor yourself? So for me, one illustration that I have is, for example, you are swimming in a monstrous sea, <laughs> really, you know, stormy sea. But when I found Jesus Christ, it's like I found an island where I can... Swim towards to, compared to a life that I just keep swimming until uh, you know I find a uh, dry land or whatever, or a boat. But when I found Christ as I struggled in the sea, I have the silver lining seeing an island. Or even though I don't see that island, but I encountered Him in the midst of that stormy sea. But I see Him as my an- Island where I go towards to, that everything makes sense. So yeah, I, I wish I can share more about my story, but that's just you know one thing I want to share to you guys before I end this episode about rehab identity. So yeah, I I pray, of course I pray for you that you will allow you know that feel that faith to be built up in you that allows you to step out of that one narrative that you feel stuck or imprisoned and you want to step into another brand new life in christ so and it will always be involved in anchoring yourself in god's plan that he has already fulfilled to you so what jesus christ did for us actually two thousand years ago is is to reconcile us to our lord jesus christ to really return us to our original state or original um original being which is the human beings of the lord that we are we have this innate relationship with the lord and if you're asking what God is planning for your life, we all have differences for that, of course. Yeah, because we have different stories. But one thing for sure is I want to share to you or remind or remind you about his scripture from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse eleven. For the Lord know the plans, yes, for you. Or let me say this way. For I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. And not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. And a future. You know now. How the story ends. Your story will end in victory. So lord jesus christ is awaiting awaits you always awaits for your response to his call for a new life for salvation for deliverance for for healing for if you're asking for companion for feeling that void in your heart so that's it that's it for this episode once again thank you thank you so much and of course i welcome you to the last episode for our manual series from the book of joshua and the last episode as well for this season one and feel free to share this to your friends and whoever that you think that will also get value from this and click that subscribe button and follow button so that you will be updated for my next upload and yeah i'll be sharing to you what will be the season two of this podcast all about and yes let's be hopeful and excited so once again here i am and here you are thank you very much and god bless you